And I'm like, for $500,000? Yeah, I would eat a snake, a heart, dipped in mayo? Sure. Just if you could, assure, If you could assure me that I wouldn't get sick. Yeah, like... What's oh, this? yeah, like, comparatively speaking. It's okay, like, so... I'm not going to die for I think this. that's why it's a challenge. Because I don't think they go in there like, you're going to be fine. I'm sure they can't get you sick on a TV show, so I guess yeah, you Yeah, like, I don't that. think... I, it's in the confines but, of, like, you know, it's like, it's like, would you lie in a bed of cockroaches? Okay, but you sign the waiver and get sick anyway. Who does that actually hurt? <laughs> I guess that's true. <laughs> you. So, like, uh, if you have, like, forever debilitating stomach issues. And, and, I eat that snake yeah. heart. And you signed a waiver that says... You should never ate that snake hard. Right. <laughs> it's so small. It's like a jelly bean. Everything was going great in this man's life until he ate that snake heart. But boy, did he have a nice car. Hello and welcome to the Dinosaur Machines Game Club Podcast, where you are the listener. This is episode 119. I'm one of your hosts, Mark Magro. Joining me today... Two hardy hunters who only apply toppings to their meals via slingshot. Dave Grimma. That's me. Hey, Dick Colotta. That is me. This slingshot. I get it. I understand it's a reference. But why would you need to put food in a slingshot? I don't understand. Two scenarios. Okay. One, you're really far from your meal and... And you're not going to get so close you go. to the time to put it. <laughs> Isn't it going to get soggy by the time I get there? Well, you gotta, gotta. That's why you're applying it that way. So by t- then you start running. Right Anytime, you so you run, you're far away from your meal. So the first step is you run up to the meal. Second no, no, step, no. set it up to the slingshot. Third step, run away from the meal. Oh, I thought that was understood. Yes, and then you you go back. But so, the second reason is if you're playing bug snacks, which is what we played. Bug snacks. The topic, main topic of today's episode, boys. I got a lot to say about this game. We are literally talking about bug snacks tonight. I filled pages of notes. I've got, <laughs> I've, I've got questions of notes. So a lot of mm. questions, a lot of answers, maybe some feelings. I don't know. I'm we'll sure say. that I will have some genuine reactions tonight. Mm. Mm-hmm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm getting the sense that I'm going to have something clobbered over my head when it comes to the ending of this game. Well, cause you hated it, right? <laughs> I definitely Spoilers. didn't find myself going back for more. Interesting. But I didn't hate it per se. I just Dave and I are in the, the hashtag Platts Club. That's fine. I, I don't know if I'll... Well, whatever. We're getting way ahead of ourselves. But the time for bug snacks is later. We'll get the snacks later. Let's start with the Dave grandma. Dave, how are you, bearded boy? I'm good. I'm, I've gotten a, a head start on a, on a future season podcast game. Oh, you're going to talk about the Hades game. And I'm not going to go deep into it because obviously we need to share that. But man, is that good? Yeah. See, I'm just worried. I'm in two. I have two thoughts. One. Yeah. I'm 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 building it up too much. You're building it up too much because everyone's building up too much. It's like (gasps) this game is it's a game of the year. It's the best. And I love Supergiant. I love them. They're They're awesome. Worth loving, Mark. I know, and this is what gets me nervous. Like, Why? Why nerves? Why worry? Because I don't want it. I don't want it to be. I I'm worried I that it's just wait. like if it's not mind altering, I'm gonna be like, it's okay. It's pretty right, good. Okay. I think we're gonna have a great conversation about it. It's like, in like six months. <laughs> yeah, in six months. We'll see. <laughs> I, I would say like it's like what you would expect if they rebooted Diablo today. Yes. And like, if they, you know, like, that's what it feels like. It feels like playing Diablo again for the first time. Rebooted? Like, but Diablo 1. Yes. 
If somebody was like, we're going to make this game, it's called Diablo, and then Hades would be what came out. Yeah. Pluto. I'll always think of it as Pluto in my head. (laughs) But anyway, um, also, uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about was, like, what makes something a jar versus a bottle? All right. This is is the content. Uh, (laughs) I was worried worried about Dave for a second. Let's rephrase it. What makes something a jar versus a bottle? Yes. The neck. But it's the neck, right? It has I to be. I feel like that's my I have to that's my reaction answer. My reaction answer. Because I had is the a neck. bottle of vitamins that has a very wide neck, but it is there. But what are like a milk jug? And that's not Natalie is that a jug? was like no. Did you open a jar of vitamins? I'm like, this is a bottle. <laughs> First of all, let's talk about is about I will say there's there's small there's vials mm-hmm. and then there's jars. Mark just mentioned the famous jug. Mm-hmm. Well, so jar, is it is it a, a max? Like how how big could a jar be before it becomes a jug? Uh, uh, I think jugs have hands. Part of the definition of jar of jar has to be that the opening does not change from top to bottom. Similar to a can, you know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. a glass. It's like a can. can with a screw top. Like it can't, it can't, it can't, it can't get narrower at the top. Mm-hmm. But sometimes they do a little bit. So if it gets narrower, it becomes a bottle. It becomes yeah, it becomes something that's not a jar. <laughs> when you're over again and you drink out of one of our glasses, there's a specific glass I want you to define as a, a jar or a bottle for me, and it's going to be an argument I think between you and Anne Marie. Mm-hmm. See, I just wonder how <laughs> loosey goosey the rules are with that. Well. I think they're well, not. Well, so with the jar, don't you need that it has the type of lid that's like the double layer? So well, it's that's like a mason jar specifically. The oh. episode, the, the listeners who get through this section. jar that has like that rubber insole thing. <laughs> this is when the listener. <laughs> I say the listeners who <laughs> get like, through this take section like, take like a jar are the listener. Mayo, you know what I mean? <laughs> right? With a oh, cap. listener knows. This is, this is the dinosaur machine. Right. It's jars and video games. And bottles. Yeah. This is something, though. I, like, I've never like, thought let's of Let's say, like, way. a bottle of Advil, though. You would, That's not a jar. You don't call right? it a jar. Yeah, what no, what it's a bottle talking? of Advil because it gets narrow on the top. <laughs> Imagine you go to CVS. I'd like a jar of Advil, please. Jar like, of Advil, please? <laughs> a jug? If you How want. many headaches does this guy get? <laughs> 250 <laughs> capsule bottle is enough? He's like, that's not a bottle. Oh my god, do you imagine how much money that would be? That would be like hundreds of dollars. There's gotta be somebody who like takes all of their like very oftenly used medicines and puts them in gigantic jars. Like so they have like a really fun but dangerous looking jar of Tylenol. Does something like, can there something ever get so big that it's no longer a jar? It's what does it become? A glass a, just a barrel? A tub? A, a tub? tub? No, a tub is like a wide bottom. A wide bottom. Mm-hmm. That's right. Like a tub of butter. Or a tub of, of <laughs> vegan mayo. Yes. I am really interested in this this distinction of containers. I feel like I feel like we need somebody who's worked in like wholesale food. You know? If you have any experience, listener, yeah, drop us in. a call. I want an explanation of all these things. If you have a, a, an extensive knowledge on containers and their de- definitions, we want to know. I about mean, it. we could probably look like, it up. But no, my point is like with a bottle. Obviously, you need a bottleneck, right? But how bottleneck. how wide can the bottleneck go before it's no longer a bottle? How wide could the bottleneck go before it's not a bottle? Maybe it's like a ratio thing. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's like got to be a height be... thing. You think it's a height? Because jars don't have necks. We can all agree on this. 
Yeah, that, that makes sense. sense. Right. So I think once you start defining the neck of the jar, you're looking at a bottle, baby. <laughs> but wait, what container would have such a long neck that it was longer than the base? That's just not like balance wise. Because Were you talking issue. about ratio in height? Yeah, I don't know. Or, or, no, I'm or, talking or, about yeah, like, in general. You like the bottleneck can't be more than like oh, it has to be about half the bottle. That's a whole other bottle of potatoes right there. Filed under jokes that I've timed when Dave is drinking. You you refer to. (laughs) All right, that has now run its course. I'm going to transition now to you, Dave. Not you, Dave. Dave had another one. Moment in the sun. We're having. How are you, Dan? I'm doing fine. Keep those Um, potatoes out of the sun. Yeah, in that bottle. (laughs) Um, my PS5 controller is back, so I can control PlayStation 5 games again. What a stupid epic saga that was. Did you buy a second one? No. Yeah, that's the question. (sighs) Future Dan didn't either. Isn't that right, Dan? Please. But why? I still don't understand why. I have no need. Just buy it. Just buy it, Dan. Buy it. You did have to wait until there's a color one. Thank you. And also, it's back. Got fixed for free. Got fixed or replaced. I don't know. They didn't say. I wonder how often this issue is with the, the drift. I, haven't that, heard much I, I looked it up at the time of me looking it up. It wasn't very well documented. So either they're really good at hiding the truth. Probably. Hashtag tinfoil hat. Or I'm really lucky. They didn't, sit, they didn't ship you any um, hush money. Don't they know you have a podcast? <laughs> they were like, oh, <laughs> he's going to talk about us on his illustrious podcast. I was says, brought to you by In Destiny, his <laughs> right analog stick was wiggling. You couldn't name. You know what stinks is I had like a few bad Criswell matches and I looked at the controller and I was like, what if it wasn't the controller? What if it wasn't? No. Me? You need to just leave it still and just to kind of see what it does. It doesn't have, it didn't happen when it was still, Mark. It happened upon movement, my friend. So I would turn the control, I would turn my character and then they would basically sneeze <clears> and <throat> look up. It, from what mm. I remember that it wasn't more of, it was less mm. of a sneeze and more of a hiccup. Yeah. No, there was one that was like it was like completely up. I was like, "Wow, this is." It was aggressive, but Aggress- it's all back. Return. And I, I think I beat God of War since the last time we talked, right? You Have did. I told the listener? Yes. Yeah, I haven't beaten any games <laughs> since. I'm horrified to start something new. Like I've been playing Hades, such it- as Dave has, but. Mm. Uh, I don't want to talk about that yet. I, I just, well, it's yeah. it's all about how many hours you feel like spending right now. What's your hour? What's your hour uh, with Hades? Ratio. No, I'm just thinking that's how you determine what game you want to play. How many hours you feel? Like I I think I could go through Pathless. It sounds like a ten hour solid game. I platinumed. I saw Dave platinum in seventeen. I platinumed in twelve. Interesting, but I can beat it in less either way. So that's good. Probably. Um, that might be on the docket. I could play Devil May Cry. The first one or the five new one? five. Uh, that. They, have the, they have the fancy version. Lots of, uh, I own it. It's behind me, sealed. Just there as Control is, which is going to be free tomorrow. So. Oh, did you see the God of War tweet? that? Yeah, saw they that as well. <laughs> Very upset. <laughs> I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> I got a message from Ewok, by the way, who was like, ha, ha, ha. I was like, that's great. Thanks. Thanks it's for really laughing. At my, now I had to look at all those pixelated God of War graphics. But yeah, it's been kind of like I'm coasting. Coasting. Video <coughs> games. Play moment. some podcast games. Yeah, well, I have been. I've been playing. Hades has had the most of my attention, and I Hades I, is not on the docket, for the record. <laughs> uh, true. You guys are putting the squeeze on me, and I'm feeling the well, squeeze. Dave, did did you find yourself surprising yourself like, oh, I got to put the game down, and then you come back and you're like, I'm in the middle of a good run right now. Yeah. Well, yeah. I've 
Let's just say I've been... I probably have already, like, over 50 hours in that game. That's a lot of time. That is a lot. <laughs> how long does a run last? It depends on how good you are. Depends on how good you are. <laughs> Let's say you're pretty good. I, um, I, I don't mm-hmm. know if I've beaten it yet, so... Um, I have Let's say... My slowest... My slowest, slowest clear is, like, 45 minutes. Oh. That's your slowest clear. Yeah, so my fastest right now is, like, 32. So you're clearing the game I've, don't spoil. i only have yeah. i only have three okay it's got three i don't know why what the significance of that is and i don't want to know gotta go in fresh. we'll talk about it but that's the game but I, I, i'll and i'll leave it i'll put it on the podcast so it's official we have the six games of this docket i'm waiting for a playstation version if after we're done with these next six games for this season and it has not been announced we will go ahead and still do hades the season after so it's on on the record. The largest yeah, sacrifice redact. that Mark has ever made for it's a game. It's pretty big. It's pretty big. Because I have ga- I have games like that. I kind of like played it on PC, and I want to play it on PlayStation. But I already played it on PC. It's not the same. Like Hyper Light Drifter is one. It's like mm-hmm. I'm never. I would like to go back just to have trophies in it. But I will mm, say, alas. I it looks as if I've played the hell out of Destiny on my Steam library. I have. Mm. all of the trophies I have on PlayStation on Steam. So something... Oh, right, because it sinks. Yeah, so, I mean, you know. Oh, that, that Dave did say that with Hades. I just yeah. don't know if it actually... Well, I guess I'll have to wait to see if there's a version yeah, um, Let's just say that I know I did a thing, and I don't have that trophy. Interesting. Or Steam What's Achievement, it? or whatever it Steam is. Achievement. Yeah. Epic Game Store oh. point, or Steam whatever. Achievement. But I Steam may... Achievement. I did it... I think I did it on the Switch, and I never saw it pop mm. in Steam. Mm, that's concerning. But I have seen things that I've done in on the Switch pop in Steam later, but this particular thing hasn't popped yet. And now See, I don't know is, if I had like a bad cloud sync or what happened. This, you know, this is what would get me worried. Twenty twenty one. I'm not cross I'm not, saves clouds. I think that you'd be fine if you if you start on one and transfer over. I've mm. been playing back and forth. Mm. That's intense. It is intense. Well, that's because the magic like, of uh, crossplay. Yeah, I wanted to. I wanted to test the crossplay out, and he that's did. Pretty it. cool. Yeah. Next, he tries the remote play crossplay. Dude, it's like how many lines can you cross? I tried remote game? play with the PS5 while my PS5 controller was broken. It didn't work that well, even with all the wired connections. If only there was a way you could just have played your PS5. I love. If only there the was a solution that this causes both of you. I'm not. Uh, trying to hurt your feelings, but I just didn't expect this to be the thing. It's just you, it's what hard. Do you, what do you do? <laughs> what do you do if if you if your controller dies? It's charging right now. He's got to put the the wire. And on also, it. Uh, you know, just you're just gonna stand right next to your, your console. I have like. It just as your it's friend, right it's hard to see you suffer when there's a clear solution to I your problem. I just problems. plug it in. It's USB C. I understand you can plug it in, but how long is your USB C? That's a really personal question, Dave. Oh, you're, you oh. play at your desk. Yeah. So it's, it's not, not playing at my it's, desk. It's on not a, the, it's not in a the living room. It's not, like, it's not like you're playing on the couch. In the living room, we have a switch charging zone where I can mm-hmm. use the USB-C cable from the switch to charge the controller. And he tries putting down like a beverage. No, no, no. That's the switch charging zone. No <laughs> we liquids. We don't matter. bring any. Oh, God. I knocked over a bottle of water, bottle of water earlier. It was I, I elbowed it. I was like, combo breaker. <laughs> it's over for this bottle of water. And then I went to catch it because that's my first instinct with everything. So if I ever drop a knife, that'll be good. He's losing a hand. Uh, I'm just going to catch it. Uh, but I tried to catch it and I caught it 
spout side of my jar of water. Um, Jason Tell me you caught it facing down and then you and the water just... watched it pour out. Yeah, basically. Basically. But you gotta create a suction with your palm. To bring it full circle, this is kind of like a tall jar, isn't it? No, that's a bottle because it has a necking, uh, a neck area. But I have a jar that has a a little bit. Hold on. Show me. This is like a tall. That's not a bottle. bottle. Oh, no, that's a bottle. Yeah. I love the old man. Marcus just got smaller. I got got him confused. (laughs) Yeah, it's got a neck. It's a bottle. This is the section. It's a water bottle. That's the neck. That's it's a little neck. It's like um, Mr. T. So if you cut this off. Jar? Jar. It's a jar. It's a jar. But if it doesn't have a lid, if it doesn't have a lid though that you can close it's it, a now, vase. No long, now it's no longer. A I'm jar. gonna, I'm gonna see if I can text Annie. You'd have to cut it and then and then you have to somehow... find some sort of sealant. Yeah. Oh god. Okay, well, hold on. What a what a what a thread. <laughs> We're really right now. I will take this thread. Uh, three three games real quick to mention. Uh, biggest one. I put a couple hours and I tweeted to Solaria today about this. Uh, Mortal Shell. I was in the mood for a Souls-like. Yeah, what's up with that, by the way? Is that game good? So, here's the deal. Here's the <laughs> that's deal. A, that's a no. It, I'm so it, glad you asked. No, no, no. no. <laughs> it's, it's made by a small team. Okay. And it's super impressive for what they made as a small team because it, it really has nailed the uh-huh. the vibe of a Dark Souls. Okay. Um, And, you know, it kind of makes me think about, like, uh, when... PlayStation did All Stars Battle Royale because they wanted to be like Smash Brother, but kind of different, do their own thing. So, in a Souls game, the whole the mechanic and like the tension is when you commit an action, you have committed to it. It's like you're swinging that sword. It doesn't matter if oh I shouldn't have done that. You're you're in oh. it. That was Mor- this is Dan's of God work conversation from the other day. Mm-hmm. That what? he can that you can animation cancel and block at the last moment. Yeah, and I think that's kind of that's one of the things that kind of makes a Souls game a Souls game. You don't get that. It's you've committed to that action. So to, their own spin on it is Mortal Shell does this thing where you kind of turn into you can turn into like stone. It's like ability you have that's on a cooldown. That's pretty sure it's like two, maybe like, like three or four like seconds. Like suit. Almost. So like, doesn't matter what you're doing. You could be mid swing. You could be mid roll. You could be standing still. You hit that button, you're going to turn to stone. So it adds this kind of thing of like Kirby. you have this pretty frequent ability <laughs> where as you're in, engaged in a fight, you could turn to stone to kind of block yourself. Um, and the dodge roll is pretty generous, like in terms of like your invulnerability as you kind of flop around. Um, but it's so freaking hard. It was so hard. And I was just getting... Uh, there's three main... like. Uh, dungeon areas. I and I, like one main area. I explored the full area. I got all the, and the way the other things like the sh- there's no like stats or anything like that. There's four shells, which are basically like four classes. There's like the heavy. There's the light. There's one in the middle. There's one with like abilities, um, but there's no stats. So, and then there's four weapons that you can kind of upgrade a little bit, but the items to do it are not super frequent. So it is really a, a get good game. Once you have it, this is really what it is. So you just have to kind of learn. And I was just... It wasn't even getting to a boss. It was just dying on the way to bosses. Mm-hmm. After about seven hours, I'm just like, I'm not having fun. This is too hard. It's, I think, the hardest Souls-like game I've ever played. And I just Platinum Demon Souls. It's way harder, I thought. But do you so, think the challenge is fun? 
I can. I feel I like mean, that's a hard. You can have a hard game, and that's fine. But is it matter I, if the challenge isn't fun? I didn't feel like I was getting because you know, Dan. Like the thing is, then the reward. I you know take exactly. That boss down, yeah. and you're like, oh yeah. You get you get the I can do this feeling, even if you can't in that moment, and then you're in. Yeah, and you know when you get to the boss, it's like okay, you're just fighting that boss. I never was able to get to a point where like I was up there. I was literally. I got all. I got throughout the whole area. I got all my items and stuff. And as I went for that first boss, I could never get to him because I kept dying, and it just I was not getting that reward loop. So I was just like, yeah. Eh. Um, I tried Man Eater for a little bit because it was free on the PlayStation. I'm so Plus. mad about that game. Why? It's just so silly. And I I wanted <laughs> to like it a lot, and I know listener Matt Storm likes it a lot. I don't. I I think we should. It's got like a nice humor to it. Chris Parnell does like the audio. It's like kind of like one of those, like uh, real fishing shows or like dangerous. So catch they or go, whatever. they go that way with it. They like really turn it yeah. to eleven, make it ridiculous. But and this is such a weird problem. So you basically you're just chomping your way through the thing, which is tied to the triggers. My finger was hurting after like an hour. I was like, I can't do this. And I don't know, like, it, it's like a checklist game, and I just wasn't in the mentality for it. Eat, so, eat, eat someone trying to catch Sark. It's like that. It's eat, your cat, yeah. you're eating little little things, and you get more experience, and you get bigger. Eat a pizza. Yeah, well, I don't think pizzas, but, like, you can eat random, like, you, like, plow into things. There's, like, chests. It's kind of like a checklist sandbox game, which I like. I just, I don't think I was in the mood for that, so I kind of put that down. And then last little thing I want to shout out, I mentioned Cardo couple of weeks back part two yes the part puzzle, two. puzzle uh over yeah with game. the little blocks mm-hmm. so i was one trophy one trophy away from the platinum and it was one i had to like read a book like i missed a part of it that i would so you could it. well the thing is like you, there's a chapter select once you beat it but there was a bug where it wouldn't work and i was like i don't want to start the game over to get to this point so i tweeted at the dev weeks ago and they're like yep we know what's happening we're gonna have a patch so i didn't uninstall it let time passed and I just wanted to call it out. Not only did they patch it, they found my tweet and tweeted back at me to Whoa. say, hey, the patch is out. That's and all I was like, so you that's awesome. Plat. So now I got the plat, and I just want to give them a little shout out. They didn't have to do that, no, but they did, and they I didn't. appreciate it. Sunhead Carto. Games. Nice guys. Play Carto by Sunhead Games. Why don't we play Carto by Sunhead so, Games? Um, I was just thinking about um, Voss Water. Is that a, is that oh, God, a jar? It's a bottle. <laughs> What Is about it? this? <laughs> that's, that's a jar. I had, I had, had Anne Marie bring to me this <laughs> jar. It is a controversial jar. Bring me the jar. I asked, jar. texted her. So what's different? Tell me. I need to understand why is this a bottle and why is this, this is a jar? Great. This is because, the great for the audio Because that one, gets, that one gets markedly smaller. Yeah. Okay, like so it's, it's height. We're talking about height. No, no, no. no. It, it's a ratio of the necking. <laughs> Yeah, well, okay. but it's so think, subtle on that. Jar. I don't know if necking is the phrase we want to use on a live studio oh, or audience oh, show here. I think maybe it is. <laughs> actually, um, but what involves a lot of necking is our main topic in books. That's next. right. Good evening, listeners. This is your captain speaking. We are approaching the main topic. Please note that the spoiler light has been turned on. Very repeat, spoilers incoming. Thank you. Daniel Colonna. Colonna. I'm going to probably put on a voice for this. Don't judge me. Also, Walking? there's no tags. No. 
I don't want Dave to leave the podcast. He finally settled on. Was that a, was that an ultimatum? <laughs> it wasn't his favorite bit of mine. It got old after the 400th or 500th time that he's. I think it. we only got through like a season of it. And we're like, in well, his life, Dave anyway. had Dave had a lot of walking Dan way before we started this podcast. <laughs> and let me tell you, he's over it. And it's not that good. <laughs> it's really not that good. Bugs next takes you on a whimsical adventure to Snack Tooth Island, home of the legendary half bug, half snack creatures. Bug snacks and oh, <laughs> bug snacks. <laughs> Invited by intrepid explorer Elizabeth Megafrig, oh, <laughs> Megafig, Megafig, Megafrig <laughs> over is, here. This is Elizabeth, 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 Megafig. You arrive to discover your host nowhere to be found. Her camp in shambles and her followers scattered across the island alone and hungry. It's up to you to solve the mysteri- mysteries of Snacktooth Island. What happened to Lizbert? What are bug snacks? And where do they come from? But most of all, why do they taste so good? Mm. Um, there's no user-defined tags on this product because it is a Steam game. I'm sorry, because it is an epic title uh, on PC. So we're, we're, uh, we're flying solo here. We're going to go with oh boy, open-world snacking. Nice. Um, adventure. Adventure. And two hidden tags that are totally real. Um, load times are a lie. Whoa. Um, flying pizza. You guys nailed it. It is flying pizza and load times are a lie. I, I see it right here, right in the on the real website. That is lights are flashing on your face. Right now. I'm trying to come up with stuff and it's just not happening. Uh, but you know, Dave, as usual, I'm a huge fraud. You deserve this job. So could you please enlighten the user on what Bug Snacks really is? Bug Snacks is a game <laughs> where you play as an investigative reporter sent to an island where rumor has it these half bug, half snacks live. You arrive on on the island to a Gilligan's Island style cast of characters, each of whom you need to interview in order to learn the truth of what has transpired and where exactly is Lizbert Megafig. The catch is these characters won't work with you until you give them their fix of bug snacks. You'll do this by solving light puzzles and setting traps to capture some, some of their food of choice. Chow down on the delightfully lighthearted game with a sinister twist. Rated M for Megamaki. Nice. I love Megamaki. So good. Anyway. Well, let's start this conversation. Before we even dive in, I want to talk about the meme-ness about this game. Because this game has a reputation. You know, I totally um, miss it. The whole meme. Rated. The meme oh. thing? Ugh. Yeah. I mean, Too much what on meme TikTok. are you talking about? Talking about Vuxnacks? Yeah. Well, when the... Yeah, the, the first trailer came out. Did you just imply that Dave missed memes by being on TikTok? One of the, like, the biggest, the most the biggest active meme. social is media. That a, is it? TikTok yeah. is pretty big. It's like the biggest meme <laughs> well, generator of the of The, the kids world love right it. Now. The but adults are trying. So anyway, what? Well, now I'm sounding old. Visual but anyway. Memes. We'll say the game developed, maybe not a meme game, but I'll say that the game developed a reputation very immediately. Yes. PS5 reveal events. A lot of great games showed. This one in particular kind of took on a life of its own a little bit. Yeah, it was about just, talking was it about just like the butt end of a joke. It, it was a lot of things. It was just 
it's so it just it took a lot it of came people, out of nowhere came out of nowhere it was during the hype of when is the ps5 coming out what epic games we're getting and then they're like well how about bug stacks and we're like what bug are you bug kidding right now with these snacky bugs and i think back to young horses the developer their yeah. first game octodad kind of developed Nobody the same kind of Exactly, and it suddenly became this thing where it's like, oh, just a normal person being a person, and it's clearly an octopus. <laughs> that that song is the best part of that whole game. What Octodad? That man with the yeah. <laughs> eight well, long so legs. Boom. Do you think? Because now this is this studio is only it's only eight people in the studio. They've released two games, and both these games have almost like a reputation that's bigger than the actual game itself in terms of like, oh, is it a really good game or not? Do you think this is intentional? Or do you think this is just, you know, like intentional, like marketing wise, like this is how we're going to get this into people's heads. Or is this just because these games are so weird, they just happen to take a life? I think it's the latter. I want to, I hope it's the latter. Yeah. Mm. I don't think they're fat. I don't think, I, I think they're good at what they do. I don't think they could fabricate this kind of, I don't think it's some sort of Machiavellian play (laughs) to like, really like to like, if we're so weird, that people will make fun of it. They'll talk about it more. Like, I don't think that's yeah. part of their... They're just unapologetically doing like, we're, we're going to do what that. we want. Yeah. They don't hmm. care. They're not, they're not worried about uh, appealing to the Call of Duty audience, per se. You know what I mean? Like, they're not playing by the rules that mainstream gaming has perhaps at least, established. At least that's what I'm hoping. It's not like I know them, personally. <laughs> well, but it's, what so it's, I, it's yeah. like, is it almost a value... In 2021 and knowing social media, things like that, it's almost a value to make your game as weird as possible to get that, get people talking. Because that's the hardest thing when you think about all the games that come out. What makes your game stand out? I mean, if you've ever gone around Steam, like the dark edges of Steam, games can get kind of weird. And I don't think that makes, I don't think that's the sole uh, reason that they exist. Mm. If that makes sense. Like, yeah. there's a balance to have. Like, here's fun, marketable, Muppet-like characters, but they eat snacks that they then become. And mm. you're putting this next to, again, Call of Duty at the PS5 reveal. You're like, all right, um, I can't not think about that Bug Snacks game because it just stands out. That's kind of right. like... But I don't I guess think maybe, Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I maybe that's the idea. From, this, like, stands out. Because it does stand out. It does. There's nothing really like this. And there's a creativity to both of those games, Octodad and Bugsnax, that can't be refuted. That, I, I think, are the game, in, in a sense. Right. But, you know, it's just funny. Like, when I compare it to, like, um, like an Untitled Goose game, where the the memeness and the, the buzzness of Goose game came out after that game... Yeah. came out and it was just from playing it like we're octodad in this i feel the opposite where the buzz of it was before it came out and the games like again the the game's persona is much mm. bigger than like oh bug stacks that was a really th- great play do you yeah. really it's isn't that just because they actually got like main stage you know time that's gotta be part of it because like like, like oh, yeah. you're seeing radar. these like you know really <clears throat> serious games like returnal and you know, all these other things. And then they're also like, oh, also Bugsnacks. Remember this little strawberry magazine? Which is, hands. which is great that Sony mm-hmm. was like, yes, Bugsnacks. We will put you up here because it's going to throw people off. Yeah. And they made Octodad. 
Those, those, that, uh, these stuff's got to know somebody. Yeah, <laughs> they, they, may that. That. <laughs> they may not to them. Um, All right, so yeah. let's let's then start getting into this because the weirdness of this game, I think, is pretty. I mean, just out beyond the concept of okay, you know, you're on this island, you eat the bugs and the things. As you meet the characters, and you, I think for us, the tone kind of immediately hit uh, if, just from our conversations where it's like what is this game mm-hmm. what what is what do you think this game what is buck sacks what is this it's a, it's definitely trying to say something yes but um, now so here's the thing does it ever actually <laughs> say it <laughs> it i think it's saying exactly what you want to hear mm. i think that it it's it's asking questions about community and society and and how it's so fragile and i think it's asking questions about you are what you eat and making you feel it directly although that doesn't really affect the gameplay that much right yeah they're kind of well for the most part i would think i would consider them kind of divorced from right each other. so these are all just concepts that just tell the story about Lizbert and yourself and the other characters, the other grumpies or grump, grump, grumpuses? Grumpuses. Grumpuses? Grumpuses. Grumpuses. I've, I've played this <laughs> game recently, uh, but I feel like they left it. I mean, I didn't beat it. So you guys will inform me, but I feel like the narrative just gives you enough to be like, what do you think this is? I, I think I know what it is. What do you think it is? I feel like the game's doing that with you the whole time. And mm. I don't know if it ever really pulls that full circle, but yeah, that's what I. That's how I feel when I play Bug Snacks. What about you, Dave? Did you did you ever feel like you got your thumb on the the pulse of what this what's the deal behind Bug Snacks? I mean, I think it's just like a maybe there's some sort of uh, conspiracy theory stuff involved. There's a lot of conspiracy theory, like starting with on the nose Snorpy. He's all upset. He's all about like secret societies and tinfoil mm. hats, you know. Um... There's obviously at the very very end of the game, um, uh, like there's there's there seems to be uh, a cover up because they don't want to publish your story and they're like you know nobody knows nobody's gonna say anything you know, mm-hmm. um, and then I don't know like maybe there's some questions about what the food industry does, maybe there's some implications, <laughs> right? You know, like the I think these are like if you're thinking it. They're like, yeah, we totally are saying that with bug snacks. I feel like that's like the. I don't know. What, what, tell tell us. I mean, I think it's just a silly game, but I, I, there, there are certain. There's, I think there are tidbits. I don't think they're really trying to say anything like that. See, and and that's, and I feel like maybe there's a certain aspect of me, you know, kind of you think of like, um, uh, dangerous, not dangerous minds, beautiful mind. We're gonna taking the strings and you're tying them. Like it just uh, that, means that, something. That episode of It's Always Sunny with the. Uh... Pepe Sylvia. Uh, Pepe Sylvia. Pepe Sylvia. Mm-hmm. Carol. Anyway. Um, when, because the tone, there were so many things where it's like, this is serious. Like, because the game comes off as happy and jolly and bright. Mm-hmm. But the, so many things kept coming up in conversations that I thought, like, this is kind of heavy. And even when you first meet uh, Philbo in the beginning where he's like, mm-hmm. I'm going to die here. I couldn't catch anything. It's like, <laughs> it's got so many dark undertones. Yeah, it has a lot of dark that, like it's it's it has the veneer of such a happy yeah. go lucky game, right. but like, yeah, you're like, are, are they gonna go cannibal soon? Like they're becoming yeah. food in front yeah. of you. And so, 
when uh, one of the character Wiggle, the the musician mm-hmm. lady, mm-hmm. yeah. W- after talking to her, my first inclination was starting to think that is this whole game an allegory for drug use, where mm. all these characters are, you know, because there's something it's like you know I think I forget who says it, but somebody says like it's like a buck you know life is like enhanced with bug snacks. It's mm-hmm. like it makes just everything better. And then when I look at all the characters, it's just like, is this whole thing just about all these characters? And it's like drugs to them. Are they and addicted? It's, are they addicted to it? I mean, they are. They're basically because they have to take it. But then, this is, this is where I started. I think I just drugs. watched Foil had form. This it literally. This is how it felt. I looked. You know what do we know about Bugsnax? We know about the Bugsnax song. I looked at the lyrics to the Bug Snacks song, and one lyric in particular stuck out at me. Okay. And this is what kind of started making me pull things together. So the line okay. is, On Snacktooth Island, they did find a tasty quest to fill the hole that many feel inside their soul. So you That's are it. probably right. So then, well, I don't think it's a simple drug. Do you think Bugsnacks what... is drug use? Yeah, that Not sounds... necessarily drug use, but then when you think about all the characters that you encounter... And why they're here? Mm, yeah, they each are. They each are there for a problem that they have. So, just some of the things I wrote down. So, Wiggle looking for inspiration. Yes. Um, Wambus is trying to like build something on his own. Um, have lands of like kind of just uh, this is my land, and you know his wife Triffany is like an archaeologist, so she wants to know the past. Um, Chromo is a salesman, Chromdo. so he's. Cromdo, excuse me. Cromdo? Cromdo? Cromdo um, is, you know, a salesman, so he's trying to get rich and get a successful business. So all these characters, and as you get involved with their, their quests, have like this, this, this emptiness about them that they're trying to then, you know, kind of the same idea as like a drug thing, but it's not. It's just whatever their goal is, they're trying to fill that void well, in Cromdo's them. Cromdo's trying to get rich quick. Basically. Yeah. Okay. And then as you start, you know, the bug snacks then become that kind of, you know, different role because it's like, uh, Cromdo doesn't come end. off like he's addicted to them, but he's there because he's trying to market them. Um, oh. Wambus is kind of like growing things, but then he kind of gets involved with Triffany and they get back together. Um, they all have this like problem with them that their solution to it. What about Gramble? Gramble. Gramble, Gramble is the, is the, veggie, the, who, the vegan who, who, guy. He's the vegan guy, except that except when he's sleepwalking, then he does. Tell he's sleepwalking. In his interviews, what I and this was one of the again one of those things too. And I was like, there's something deeper going on. They make a note where if you ask about Gramble's past, he doesn't want to talk about it. And I forget who somebody said it's another comment. It's like I forget what the it's like Snackopedia or whatever where like they'll comment on characters and it says he has abandonment issues. And I was like, so that makes sense that he doesn't want to get rid of all the Bugsnacks because he doesn't want to be left behind. He wants this community. And it just, if you really look deep, the, and like when, um, the gay couple, who's who are their names? Uh, Snorpy and Chandlow. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, but how they both kind of want to protect each other. So mm. Chandlow wants to get really, really strong and buy, via the Bugsnacks. And Snorpy wants to protect Chandlow from the, what was that, the Grumble... Uh, uh, the it's it's like the a Illumi- play on the word Illuminati, so yeah. I remember. But so he's trying to solve these things. Um, f- uh, Fluty, Fluffy, Flufty, Flufty. All of the names. You know, as a scientist, to try to see how far can she go 
with her experiment. Mm-hmm. So Bugsnax like takes... She's like a fringe scientist. Yeah. And so Bugsnax takes this role of this is the method in which to kind of fill mm-hmm. this hole in their soul with. Okay, what about Philbo? Philbo is the He's mayor the guy, guy who wants to be the mayor. Yeah. He's yeah, a French really mayor. strong connection to Bugsnax, does he? He, I mean, he takes them and he <laughs> he eats them. Is is I once you kind of get past the ending, he's the one that kind of sticks with you and is, acts as your witness to the events of this island. Yeah. And he is the one who kind of wants to bring everyone back to because he's trying to start this town. Yeah, he's it just, just seems, he's all about community. So you're saying he's the type of drug user who's just doing it for the friends? Is that I don't know. If, I don't. I don't. I don't think it's drug. I think it's the idea. I mean, if you think of the like the abstract concept of a drug, drug okay. is this thing that's going to make you feel right. The like thing when people that you say want to that feel. that they're addicted to working out. Or they're yeah, addicted to same writing, idea. Okay. So it doesn't to, have okay. to be drug. It's just so, no, no, no. It's okay. that idea. It's like this is the the avenue okay. in which to kind of fill that right. That so hole. that desire to hone in on something and dig into it to a point where someone else looks at it and goes, "Wow, that's your thing." Right. And Bugsnax mm-hmm. is anamorphic in the sense that it is that person's thing, whether it's family or nourishment or bodybuilding or brain building right the, the means to the, the end of what you want interesting I like and that. so but again of course i, I keep going so yeah, you, <laughs> the line with the hole as you guys know me immediately makes me think of one of my favorite 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 things from a video game night in the woods there's a yeah. hole in the center of everything so i'm like this is similar there is an idea here in the ending sequence, allow, allow me this tangent. I know this yeah. is. What do you mean, long. allow you? You're. <laughs> yeah, keep going. Is, I, I'm, yeah. That's why I was so fascinated by this because if then, we stopped you now, it'd be rude. Uh, <laughs> we'll start the timer. <laughs> Not only would we lose, but the listener would lose. Right. I mean, I hope this, this is making. We need sense. to know where this is going. So, at the ending sequence, so the whole thing is about Elizabeth. Where is she? What has she done? And she is now. When you kind of finally find her at the end, she has become this amalgamation of the bug snacks she she's is, like a giant monster of bug snacks the, the like... specific of the epic ones and she says the line i'm bug snacks all the way down now which makes me think of a great book by john green turtles all the way down and i'm like all the way like that's that's a very that's specific o- set of words it's very phrasing so then i remember the part in the book it, it comes from i forget the exact it's it's some famous story where um it's the like the proverb it's like the world is actually balancing on a turtle shell it's like well what is the turtle shell standing on oh it's turtles another turtle it's turtles all the way down and apparently this is something called the infinite regress argument which i had then had to look like i don't know what this means but basically the idea of truth is kind of built upon has to always be built upon other things that um there is a a cat sitting on a desk that's something well you think that is true because of your perception of what your eyes are telling you and your eyes are telling you that is because of what your brain is doing yeah and then your brain is doing that so and you with any quote-unquote truth it becomes a series of arguments that yeah, it's only true if the thing behind it is also true. Yeah, like 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 famously, I have always had the discussion of like, what if? How do we know when I see red and you see red that that's the same thing? 
Oh, exactly. I, that always messes with me. That always because you're very well. Because sure. then there's there's always those things right. where like they they had the dress thing, and there's, actually Molly showed me I think the other day. It's like, well, what color is this? Some people see this, and some people see this. And you're talking about the black the black and gold dress. Yeah, no, you remember that thing? About the yellow and white dress. The gold and white dress. But so <clears throat> when I took that line, and then I was just thinking about okay, so how does that play a role with bug snacks? It's kind of the same thing. It's like the dangers of the whatever this kind of truth you're looking for this this contentment that you're looking for and that mm-hmm. i will get this if i will be happy if i do this but then once you do that it's like well then i need this to work out and then it is this kind of series of you're always kind of obsessing over as long as this happens then i will get what i want I, by but, the way i was curious if you Google the dress, it immediately comes up. Like that's all you oh, have to bet. do. Is it the yeah, the dress. <laughs> it was it was a turning point for a civilization. So, I don't know if this was all intentional, but I feel like this whole persona of the snacks, and then another interesting aspect of it is when the ending sequence, which I think Dave, you did all the side quests, right? Yes, I did. So. When you do all the side, there you, is a. You didn't ask me, but I I didn't do all the side. Uh, I, I know. I just, <laughs> you I just wanted to make sure you. I, I just felt like I needed to. Just we tell are you. aware, Dad. We always assume you don't beat it until you say you do beat it. We're like, aha. Rude. Just say. I'm just saying. I mean, history, so I got to beat the pathless. It's pathless. I powerful. I want to. That's how it all starts. That's how it all starts. But anyway, so when you go through the ending sequence, basically you have to fight off waves of bug snacks attacking you, and. If you have done everyone's side quest, everyone lives. They can't die in those sequences. If you yes. don't finish all the side quests and you don't then do they well, the opportunity. they die. They die. They can't. They can't. And it's not only... Is this Mass Effect? Yeah. Dang. You know what's funny? It's a, it's a you mentioned that. There is, um, there is, I think it's like a Taku article where someone was sort of like, is Snacks just Mass Effect 2? There's <laughs> <laughs> really, a lot of similarities. But... What I thought was interesting about that sequence is when they die, it's what are they saying when they die? And it all for all of them across the board, it is their complete and um, com- like acceptance of bug snacks. And this is what is going to fulfill me. And this is what's going to make me happy. Like, um, what's his face? Chan Lo was basically saying, like, I wasn't strong enough. I, I, I need to become the bug sex. It's like just the acceptance that this is what completely I need. And that's what ends up killing them. Wow. So. Um, okay. Yeah. So I just feel like when I, th- and I don't, again, I don't know if this is accurate, but my read of this game is really that about the dangers of putting the condition of what you're to fill that hole, the condition of what you're, what's going to bring you that happiness when that's really not what it is. It is about finding contentment through as many things as possible, things to fill that hole, but you can never say, oh, this is the one thing that's going to do it. You have to be live a, a, a complete life. Fulfill all the needs that you have, social, personal, intellectually, all those things need to happen. See, I think that Snacks is just Gilligan's Island. <laughs> Go because, on. you know, Agabel is Gilligan and Lisbur is the skipper, and then Floofty is the professor. <laughs> Quite literally. <laughs> and they get off the island. Although yeah. it wasn't a three-hour tour. They go there purposefully, yeah, was... I guess. It kind of reminded me of um, Darwin a little bit. Remember when he goes to like Galapagos? Not like we were there. Remember when Darwin was at Galapagos? <laughs> <laughs> Crazy Darwin. 
but like that vibe of like you're going to and I, I think that's what's interesting it's like the island is this kind of source of discovery that like people are going there to to mm-hmm. you know again another way to kind of fill their their hole is to kind of find explore right explore. their whole thing was being pioneers of this new land in the first place yeah, yeah. they weren't even looking for bug well, snacks per the se. type yeah. of people who would go there are kind of people who don't have much else right they need a new beginning they have that they have that hole that they have they're that desperately trying to fill yeah, yeah. so i kind of get it which is so interesting it's kind of a silly veneer but i think oh, yeah. there were just so many moments i'm like this game gets into do you want to explain the ending to dan besides i mean like, i just kind of we haven't illustrated though is that the the bug snacks are insanely addictive on purpose and they mm. want to be eaten and like yeah, they're because then they, they're because then they take you built over. upon all they're like the, the former. They're like the they're entire like parasites. Yeah, basically. Yeah, even though they're kind of adorable. Oh, well, they're adorable parasites. They're they're appealing. Yeah, as it, such. So it's part of their survival. So they live on. They they want to take control of you, and they're slowly doing yeah. so by becoming. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what happens to uh, Elizabeth. That she becomes Bucksnacks all just, the way down. She becomes Bucksnacks all the way. That's wow. Okay, so yeah. they're okay. It's stupid, like, and you can't get through this game without eating them either. I guess. Well, then why does the main yeah. character well, have sick? Well, you eat one, and it makes you sick, and you you're sick. Do you don't eat another one? Yeah. So your you're character done. is immune to their. But you think about what it as the as the interviewer or the journalist. I guess is the thing. It's like which makes me think of like World War Z for some reason because that was the main character. But anyway, like what's his fulfillment or your yours whatever. Uh, as you go there, it's, you're looking for the story. You're looking for yeah. the scoop. So you don't need the bug snacks because so that's not what you're looking for. You're your looking for rejects, the interviews. Your body rejects the bug snacks because you're not there. Your your fulfillment's coming from your career as a journalist. That's why you want to conduct the interviews. That's why you want to get to the bottom of it. That's that's why you're, that's what what you're, you're looking doing. for. Yeah, I was. I think you've cracked it, Mark. <laughs> I it sounds good to me. It was like yeah, this makes was, sense to me. <laughs> I wanted there to be a bigger like uh, Bigfoot story going on there. Well, they were doing yeah. that for where they I'm do at it in a the little bit. There is a, there is that creature that Liz Burt's controlling, yeah, which is like it a, turns into, which is like and it, it is like a Bigfoot thing. Like, you, what like, about Liz Burt's girlfriend, Agabel? Yeah, yeah. Agabel? Is Agabel a creature? No. Well, she, she becomes she part joins Liz Burt in the in the monster. She's like, she's in I'm, there somewhere. She she's like, I'm going. I'm coming in. You can't tell me I can't. I'm doing. I'm going there's in a, with you. A testament to their relationship because I because there's a really great line that Agabel says, um, in one of like the the videos you can watch. That's when I forgot the context, but she tells Lisbeth, "It's like I'm finding happiness that outside of you, and you 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 can't handle that." So it's just like the dynamics between so many of the relationships, it really gets yeah. into interesting things, yeah. and that's and it's constantly again, it's just, the relationships are the things that kept me playing. Yeah, I thought this the whole game. From yeah. The I characters are all really so interesting, and yeah. I thought they were so well crafted. And I really did want to ha- keep having the conversations with them yeah. and see where it went. It, and it turns as we kind of get to the mechanics, kind of into like fetchy quest things. Yeah, but I thought quest, but... It, it provided for me enough that I was like, oh, I want to, I want to keep. They weren't that out. hard. Uh, I shouldn't no. say hard. They weren't that tedious, I should say, because a lot the, of the, the bugs next do. Te- the, is there one that stands out to you as like the most tedious one? I don't know. I mean, they were they didn't really. Uh, they're, they're passing moments for me, like those quests. <laughs> they were just like, all right, I'll do this now. Oh, this is how that bug snack work. Oh, okay, great, and then I'll catch it. Like, I think I got caught up the most in the canyon with with how they work. Those flying idiot Cheeto. Yeah, like things. there's. 
Yeah. I feel like I, I actually kind of appreciated the, you know, like it's a modern game, but it also, I, I felt like it had that whole thing of, oh, go get this, this bug snack where you have this yeah. journal where you're keeping track of things and that kind of keeps to keep things yeah. in wraps. But it really doesn't tell you how to catch these things. Yeah. You gotta just kind of figure it much. out. Yeah. yeah. Which I, I appreciated. They give hints in like the description, but yeah. yeah, they pretty much say try things. And it'll work. And that's true. Like, the more you just experiment, like, I'll just throw cash up at the wall and see what happens. Yeah. Oh, hit this thing literally. with sauce. Just throw stuff against what, the wall. See what happens. <laughs> and then you'll eventually wind up having a solution in front of you. But, yeah, it doesn't spell much out for you. Although yeah, the characters it, give you hints. I'll say that. But They give it. you hints. But it basically, is, there's no necessary, like, this is the one way to do it. So you get, mm-hmm. I'll just to read out something, you get your trap, your sauce slinger, bug net, uh, snack evader. Bugsy Ball, Launch Pad, Snack Grapple, Trip Shot. A lot of mm-hmm. tools, but basically I kind of felt... It, it, definitely I was more intrigued with the story in terms of the actual mechanics. Like, mm-hmm. I felt it basically turned into... I get him in, I get up in the pathway of my trap. I launch the trap with the mm-hmm. thing. I trip them. Or one is hot and one is cold and I gotta just kind of get them together. Yeah. Or I lure them with sauces. Yeah. Like, it... it it felt like the the tricks to catch them, I thought... There's only so many varieties. There was only so many. I feel like, you know what was surprising to me was, like, I had to look this one up. I didn't realize as simple as it is to just shoot the peanut butter at the, the jelly sandwich. Oh. <laughs> Like it, I, thought I, I thought, I thought I was like I thought I had to lure it with peanut butter. I was like, get close to the trap so I can catch you. No, honestly, I, I think I might have done that. I remember the, that sandwich being insanely annoying. I, I forgot like, oh, how you it. Just, you just shoot it with the peanut butter. I, I don't think it. I did that. I think I did like a tripwire something. Oh. I remember it being very annoying. It is that the kind and like of game. The, the marshmallow thing that was like <laughs> flying around the ice cave. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't. I didn't this decide, the yeah, I but. feel like the hardest one for me was the Scoopy Benoopy. Scoopy. Oh, because you have to trip them, and then he yeah, it to all the that. pieces. And Scoopy you also have to make him warm enough to catch him. Yes, he's, he's freezing too. He's yeah, like so multi. He's like a multi-tiered. Situation. Yeah, he's got like three snacks in him. So then yeah. when you break him apart, he, it's like, oh, I've got the other ones. I think I liked the epic ones the best. The ones that were oh, yeah, like yeah. a real puzzle. So there was like Boss the flying fights, pizza. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was the big melon, the pizza, the cake the legs. Monkey. Yeah, like I thought those were the most interesting. The rest of them, not that they were like grindy, but then this is kind of what I, as, yeah, as yeah. veteran Tedious players of there Pokemon. There are certain ones like like the ben- the Benopper that like that just goes between trees. Mm, very that was just annoying, like because yeah. you have to do the trip in a specific line and and you don't really control which trees he jumps. Yeah, between. It's exactly. Like, oh, hope so. But as like veterans of Pokemon, and uh, you know. D- does did the catching for you guys kind of feel rewarding as you got them? Did it yeah, feel like an accomplishment? It was, I mean, it was rewarding. Yeah, it's definitely fun to do. I, I kind of like how it works, and I wouldn't mind Pokemon kind of adopting, I don't know, all of it. But, like, some of these thoughts are kind of nice. Like, it's a good way to change up the otherwise sort of random encounter situation. Yeah, I'm curious to see what they do, how new Pokemon Snap plays that because the original one was like an on rails game i wonder if it, this gonna one's gonna that. be that way too i think yeah well gonna is it... path, you're not gonna walk around i've seen the player in a dome like car okay. which is similar to how the old game was and correct was... me if i'm wrong what because i i've only kind of in passing seen pokemon's map like 
wasn't there a lot of a lot of things where it's like to make certain Pokemon appear, you had to do certain things? Yeah, you, you had a few a things. You had uh, you because like, I don't think you start with it, but you get Pokeballs and you get like or some sort of ball. You get and apples you, and you, and get, you get apples like a and you get a smoke flute. bomb and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that's one thing in Bugsex. I was kind of hoping like, there's a few that like will only appear in the rain or only appear at night. Yeah. I was kind of hoping for a little bit more. Complexities where it's like you need to take this snack, this spot at this time of day, and do this. Like I'm sure it would have felt annoying, but, yeah. but that's what I kind of liked about the, the, the like epic encounters because it was like really had to think about how am I gonna do this, how am I gonna catch this thing. Where the other ones, a lot of times I felt like almost accidental. It's like I just mm. have to like bang it against something to catch it or lure it some spot. Mm. So. You know, again, I think it's a, it's when you have a hundred snacks. I almost wonder if they would have been better served if it was like fifty, and they were just a little bit more intricate. Because a lot of them are like palette swaps. Like there's like yeah. four strawberries. They're just different colors. Like I almost um, wonder if I would have wanted calling less. Calling the raspberry another strawberry? A raspberry is not a strawberry. Oh, uh, whatever. You know, how dare you? Walking around. There's a there's the black one there. You know, but. I just kind of almost think I would have preferred blackberries. I think I would. It would have been cooler if they were less and they were just more involved. Like I didn't need a hundred. Hundreds a lot. You need the bunger and the barbecue bunger. Yeah, you know. He has curly fries. I like the variety. Actually, I thought that was a good aspect of the game. Did we feel weird feeding the people bug snacks and making them turn weird places? Yes. Mark, I, I felt weird about this entire game. <laughs> I was like, can can they... What I didn't understand is you get there and they're all full grumpus. Right. But then they turn not But they grumpus. as they eat bug snacks, they immediately turn. I feel the implication was that it does wear off over time. Because even when you think about But then Philbo, what? Just, you're just there and you're feeding them too quickly? You feed it, yeah, like the time it takes to wear off. Because I, 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 I kind of was hoping to see them wear off because I know there was a trophy. It was like you make every body part of them. Yeah. Yeah. But they look I, weird. I yeah, mean, it's kind of cool when you think about there's all these variations and you can make yeah. every body part. Like yeah. turn into that, like that's pretty cool. But at the same time, like I could, I, I started like the losing way they their personalities before they change. Yeah, like I just yeah. felt it, it. I lost almost kind of connection to them as like. Yeah, like that's not Befica. Yeah, you look like a watermelon now. Who are you yeah. with with bacon <laughs> lips? <laughs> that's uh, but isn't that the whole point of the game? Is that they become bug snacks and you feel a little more dissociated because you don't have the needs they have. Who even? Who even are you anymore? I don't recognize you. You're just yeah, a yeah, pilot. You're... you're just bug snacks all the way down now. I don't even. That's not a bad. It's not a bad thought. Then. <laughs> I, I think you really hit the nail on the head with with that. I'm not trying to gas you up here. I'm just saying, in this scenario, I think you did it. I appreciate that. I call, I, I, call I up young horses <laughs> and let us know, Lister, if you I think do I did it or you know. have totally other ideas. I do. But I know. think that's what this was. I do want to know what they were thinking while making this game there was funny i forget where i saw it there was a tweet by one of the people there where he he says it was like i forget there was like say your crazy game idea and he said it it was like years before the game was announced it's like what if there was like a game where you are where you eat so you feed people and they turn into the foods (laughs) so it was kind of cool it's like this idea i mean somebody young horses was like uh can you get him in here (laughs) like this game was percolating for a while like 
I looked at the dates. Octodad was 2014, and they didn't release another PS4 game, so this is now their PS5 game. Wow. So this took a while. Um, as we kind of put our, our stamps on it, like, unless do you have any, guys have anything else you want to bring up? Oh, I do. Back, back to the original uh, tag that I mentioned. When mm. I originally Wait, started this r- game remind, on PS4 remind. before my PS5 came, uh, is times. it load times or load times? Oh, the times. load times. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The original, the PS4, it was like 20 to to 30 seconds Ugh. every time you lo- went from one screen to another. It's terrible. What yeah, area, right? Any area. Oof. Like from the, from, you know, from the beach to the community to the community to the falls Mm, every area and then like the ps5 you still see that same screen but it doesn't like it it populates that screen over time with all the different types of bug stacks that you've already captured Mm. that's cool but and like a in a like in a tiled way but whatever but still like you you never see that populate on the ps5 but it just still Mm. exists yeah still exists does it faster yes but y'all promised me PS5's no load times. That's a load time. And I, because I, from the get go, I'm like, there's no way that's true. There's no way you're not loading things. Well, the, I think the conversation, and this is why I think, and it's a legitimate one, it's why we, why did we buy these consoles? Because all these games, I think the, the idea of the premise is once the game is designed with the SSD in mind, they're going mm-hmm. to make sure there's no load times because that's the way it's designed. This game was not designed specifically okay. for ps5 so this is the action that we need to do excuse me because there it already has a caching system in place it has to still use it so therefore yeah. and they're they like well it's just, just gonna like, run faster memory allocation yeah okay. and you know like devs but trying to hide that, even if, even if that's true it doesn't matter it's still gonna load it's still gonna be load time but yeah but it's how does that you know that load present itself so like ratchet and clank is a mm-hmm. ps5 exclusive that's coming out and there is a load when you and they showed it in the trail it's like when you go through a dimension they had, like he's going through that purple thing. It's like, oh, it, that's a load, but it's hiding yeah. it within the game. Yeah. When you're going, you know, the classic, you're you're in one area and there's like a really thin. Um, I mean, oh. remember like Final Fantasy VII remake? Order. Yeah, like you gotta you gotta cr- you gotta crawl through this thing and it slows down the camera, pulls in tight. But you that's see a, how that's BDO like jumps on your head and it's like really cool BDO jumping action. Yeah, it's just like, I, I don't want you to know. I don't want to go, you know, Skyrim, the screen goes black, and I give you a, a model to spin no, have to with directions. Out all this. Yeah, I'm mean, like, RAM is only so big. Yeah, but right. the, the again, and like, it will be interesting, like, when Returnal comes out, what does that look like? Like, if you're going through this entire era, there's no loads needed because it's already mm. coming. I just, I think that's why a lot of people feel frustrated. It's like, well, why do we buy these new systems? If It's bad marketing, I mean, if- well, I, I think there's so many aspects to it. I think the fact that they're so hard to find, why would you? That's, yeah. Why would you kind of? But you know, at the same time, when they're they when they were like Horizon uh, Forbidden West's PS4 and PS5, they did not know back in 2019 that COVID was coming and that well, there sure. might be supply shortages. They didn't know that. They wanted to sell as many as they can. But I don't know. Like I think. It's going to be a while before we see the promise of next gen where there are games specifically designed to take advantage of the hardware to get rid of little things like that. For now, it's just this was a problem and now it's less of a problem in the PS5 version. That's to answer your question, Dave, why I think that is. I just think, I, I, I think there's going to be times where the game needs to procedurally build stuff 
and therefore it needs to load to do that. Like, I, I just think it's... You're, but, if you're saying that that's not loading, I'm like, that's just... Well, I feel it, like... It, it's... But see, that's the thing. I think if they can design in a way where it is going to load, but it's not going to load in a portion of time where your gameplay has stopped. That, you know, like like the tunnel thing where you're kind of crawling through. Or it knows that once you hit a certain point, it has been built to then populate areas as before you get to Because, you know, it's always about... I remember when they... That Wired article where they first announced the PS5. And they were talking about Spider-Man on PS4. And the reason they determined his web sling speed with how fast they could load the world. That's why he goes as fast as he does. Because if you go any faster, it's going to break. But then they were showing it on PS5 that, oh, well, we can actually speed it up because now everything loads so much more faster. And not that, like, you know, when you look at Did Miles Morales... Did they do Morales, that with the PS5 game? The what do PS5 you mean? version of Spider-Man PS4? Well, the um, like with Miles Morales, you know, when you would go into, like, the subway? Mm-hmm. It's, it's instantaneous. You go in there and you're there. It, it's maybe a half a second. And but so that's the structure of a PS4 game because it is on PS4, but it's just quicker. And I just I think it's going to be a while, but you know it might be twenty twenty three before we really see games consistently that has been designed for the system, so they know what they're going to need to do and they're going to make sure that your gameplay doesn't stop. It's going to be a while. And you know what it makes me think about? I wanted I was playing the game Wintermore Tactics Club. I don't know if you guys remember. I wanted to pick it for a podcast oh, game, yeah. but yeah. it had like two minute loads between screens. I'm tempted to kind of plug it in to my PS5 I'm and sure see how it works. Better. I don't know if it's going to be better enough. Why though. wouldn't it be? Because it's got to be like War was... designed. I think load times are often subjective to the power of the console. I think, I but know. I think there, you don't think there's a certain element of. You know, they had to, the Game way being optimized. I no, there of course is optimization, yeah. but I'm just saying I will put some dollars down. I won't actually, but I'm just saying. Maybe I'll maybe this week I'll reinstall. It'll it, probably work better because every time I've played a game that's cross-platform on my PS5, it's been better. Just, just better. better, like because if I could get it down to like 15 seconds, but I, be- I don't think we'll ever really see the end of load times because that's not how technology totally works. They'd have to load the entire game. They'll max out like, okay, but now that we have more powerful hardware, we could do these even more incredible things. And you know what? The side effect of that is it takes even more memory. Yeah. Textures. That's also, yeah, like it's an uphill battle. Cause, but then again, there's also like how much detail and stuff do we need with our eyeballs? That's yeah. That's what the argument with AK. It's like, is this even worth it? You can't even right. perceive the difference right. between. Like, if we're not able to see it, then I don't want to use the extra voltage or money to display it. I'm already yeah. kind of there between 10, 4, 1080 and four K. I'm like, that's what I say. Like, I, I almost I, they, I don't see a lot of games with it, but it, the option between I have now frame rate has now become my thing. I sixty I frames per second. I can't is go back. Hard now. to go away from. It, it's so so like if you can give me sixty frames at like fourteen forty, I would always prefer that yeah. over four K thirty frames. Absolutely. Right. Not that Bugsnax needs any of these things. No, but you cl- feel it in flumpy, flumpy guys in the responsiveness of the game. In that loading times. Yes. Uh, any other topics you guys want to bring up before? Good tech talk, guys. Like that. Yeah, it's good tech. Talk. <laughs> I don't know. It was fine. Um, I, I know, just, Dan. You were you were the, the least up on it. I, I I liked 
where I left off. I, I do feel intrigued to go back, even though I know the ending. I still want to see all their little stories. And I think that's really Your some of their character. stories. Mm. Oh, um, the blue guy with the farmer. Wait, the farmer guy. Wambus. Yeah, yeah, Wambus. I, I liked him because he was so controversial. He was. And, right. and, and he <laughs> okay. also had, like, his, his story was also kind of like, you know, they all were I, very relatable characters. I remember you just saying just so you weren't having fun. But that's what I got annoyed at a few things, and it wasn't like it wasn't fun. It was more like I just I cared more about the characters than I did about everything in between their story, mm. to the point where I actually just wanted to hear their stories. And I, the bug snacks part, I was like, okay, I catch strawberry, but this is annoying now. I don't want to catch any more strawberries. I'm all strawberried out, mm. and um, so you know maybe I'll go back. I just I don't think I'll get the plot though, but. Okay, you basically have to do everything. Yeah. And the, know, I, the Northern thing is just catching all of them. Yeah, and that's fine. But yeah, that, I think that's where I got caught up. Because um, Wambus and his wife's story mm. was kind of heavy, in a Trifony. sense. And also that, yeah, and, and, and that area. And the Trivini cactus. <laughs> the area where she comes from is also my least favorite part of the game right now. Because it was okay. where I had the most, like, what do I do? Where do I go? Mm. And um, so that that combination, I think... Maybe shut it off for a bit. See, I kind of, to put my final stamp on, I kind of actually yeah. felt the same way. I thought the catching of the snacks, outside of, like, the epic ones that were, like, puzzles, I kind of got over it about halfway. Mm. I was mm. kind of like, eh. But I was just so, like you said, intrigued by these characters that I wanted to see what happens, and I, I legitimately cared about them. And for a game with, like, 13 characters, they all felt distinct. They yep. all yeah. had personalities. Mm -hmm. Their names, you know, it's been a couple of weeks since I played, so... You know, it's always like the name is like a name you know, but there's a letter that's different. It's like Triffany. Exactly. Wait, they all sound what? like Grumpus moved it's, around. It was clever. And I think, you know, I, I played Octo Dad. I liked Octo Dad. But I think this was such a, I think on their website, I wrote it down. What was it? It was, I described themselves as quirky, innovative, and charming, their games. And I, absolutely. I think this game was just so interesting. It's such an interesting dichotomy of what it presents to you, but actually what you could find if totally. you kind of dig. Yeah. And the gameplay is whatever. I'm definitely intrigued to see what they do yeah. next in the, the next six years, whenever their next game comes out. This will be like my last, last, last thought. Avenue Q, the play. Yes. Are you aware of it? The one with the puppets. Yeah. Right. Yes. That plays the same game as Snacks. Oh, look, we're a Sesame Street character looking Muppets. Oh, we curse a lot and we sing songs about adult things. It's mm. the same contrast where it's I like, they were look like at this. very adult Avenue Q. Extremely I saw adult. it. It's very adult. Yeah, I saw it too. It's <laughs> extremely like, adult. Bugsnax is not very adult. Like, I've, no, like but my kids like watch me play Bugsnax. April's but the contrast I felt was there at least is that like, here's a game about QC Tootsie. And then it's really a game about like asking real life questions mm. <laughs> and, and. But isn't that that's that's like the Pixar? I thing, think it's where great. It's whatever you're looking for, you can find it in there. Yeah. Which I think is very hard to do for yep. any game. But what's your final stamp, Dave? Um, I like Wiggle. <laughs> <laughs> She's fun. That's Wiggle gonna be fun. the uh, when young horses hears this podcast. Great and, voice. And you know how they they talk about like all the and, quotes. And I love IGN. I love game of the year. I like that was kind of machines. Uh, I like Wiggle. Well, what I like is a good trivial tastemaker. Now it's time for everyone's favorite game show, the Trivial Tastemaker. 
fresh start. This is Everyone's the beginning of a new era today. And Tonight. I always, as we always start a new season, is this the season Mark wins a silver monkey? I don't know. I don't it's think so. It's a question on everyone's mind. I Will mean, Mark win this one? at this point, what are we doing, Dan? Tonight we're doing games that came out 20 years ago. 20 okay. So I've got, I've got... <laughs> In the year 2000? 2001. Oh. A space odyssey. Um, I've got was... three games on a list. And only one of them came out 19 years ago. The other two came out 20 years ago. Damn. Wait, uh, so wait. I have to put myself in the mindset. 2001, I was Don't start naming games. Yeah. yeah. I know. Yeah. I'm just thinking I was a sophomore to a junior in high school. Mm-hmm. That was... I had a PS2. <laughs> Dave, is the facepalm a... Uh, I'm getting in the mood for this? Yeah, I'm getting in the mindset. Okay, just okay, the okay. Mindset. okay. I, I, there's a lot of different Dave face palms. This one seems promising. See, it's hard because okay. I didn't buy that many games at that point in time. That was, a, that was still in a blockbuster rental kind of face well, in my life. This should help then because right. I've, I've tried to keep them sort of categorized. There's six groupings. Um, mm-hmm. First one is Star Wars video games. Oh, no. Now, so, so again, just again the, just three of them. The, what you're going to tell me is which one came out 19 years ago. So which one came out in 2002, not 2001. Okay, we want to get the. So wait. you have okay. to tell me which of these games came out to nine, 2002. Which of these games which came, out came out not 20 02? years ago? Oh, yeah, not 01. Are we okay. buzzing in, or we could both get them right, or? Yeah, what's the score here? How do we do this? Uh, Let's 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 do what we usually do, where you could both answer. Okay. okay. Sure. I have six of them, and we'll figure out a tiebreaker when, when you guys tie. Because inevitably. Oh, Dan. All right. What we got? Uh, all right. The first grouping is Star Wars video games. Star Wars Starfighter. Star Wars Rogue Squadron Two Rogue Leader. That's one game. Star Wars Racer Revenge. Which is the two thousand two. Yes, which of these games came out in 2002? Two of them came out in 2001. One of them came what out What was it? Jedi Starfighter? No. Star no. Wars Starfighter. Star, Star Wars, Wars <laughs> Rogue Squadron 2 Rogue Leader. And Star Wars Racer Revenge. I want to say the first one. Star I'm going to go with uh, Rogue Squadron 2 Rogue Leader. Neither of you got it right. Razor uh, Revenge came out in Razor 2002. Re- was that an episode one type thing? It was a sequel to the episode one Razor game that mm. I think is actually as good, but not as popular because, come on, episode was, one Razor. I was thinking like Rogue Squadron. I remember Dave Rogue- playing a ton on N64. I'm like, that's too much time. Jedi Starfighter came out, Starfighter came out the year after, by the way. It did come out in 2002. So <laughs> you got to get your head out of that Starfighter bubble. All right, no I score. So. No points awarded. Um, no points. No wonder, no points. <laughs> God have mercy on your soul. What's that from? That's from something. Billy no Madison. No, no from no wonder, no points is. Uh, oh, oh no chicken no horse. Ch- That's yeah, robot. Chicken horse. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, second grouping: blood sucking video games. Blood sucking. Literally or figuratively? Oh, well, probably both. Soul Reaver Two, Blood Rain, and Dark Angel Vampire Apocalypse. Dark Angel Vampire Apocalypse. What a great name to it. There. Soul Reaver 2. Soul Reaver 2, Blood Rain, or Dark Angel Vampire Apocalypse. The first Blood Rain? Like just Blood Rain. He said said Blood Rain. Yes, Blood Rain. Did I stutter? Did I stutter? I hope I didn't. Um, I'm going to go with Blood Rain. I'm going to go Soul Reaver 2. Dave gets the point. Ah. 
I love Soul Reaver. Blood Rain is that late? Why does that game feel so much older? Soul Reaver? No. Oh, Blood Rain? You know, I felt the same way when I looked this up, but I don't think Wikipedia lied. So Does anyone actually care about Blood Rain or have ever cared about Blood Rain? I think <laughs> there's a, a movie, there's a movie a of that game. I think there's a fan base for sure. Uh, all right. Well, Dave's got a point. Yay. Uh, next board. up is pop on that grind rail, bro. Is nice. You know, nice. uh, extreme sports video games. Uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 4. Okay. <laughs> I just can't get over the fact that there's so many ta- Tony Hawk. Uh, Dave Mira Freestyle BMX. Oh, or yeah. mm-hmm. SSX Tricky. Tricky. One of these three came out in 2002. Two of them came out in 2001. It's going to be nice to us, make these a little farther apart. It's like one year off. No. That's not his game. That's not his game. If you look at the games that came out in 2001, your brain will explode. Tricky. It is the year of video games. Oh, one. Oh, you want the game that came out in 2002 of this Two. list. We want the one that came out in 02, and the other yes. ones came out in 01. Yes. Okay. Um, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 4, Dave Mirror Freestyle BMX 2. I'm going to go with BMX 2. I'm going to go... I'm going to go Tricky. I feel like that came really close after SSX. Both got it wrong. It's Tony Hawk 4. It's Tony Hawk 4. I I knew Tricky came out in 01. Uh. Yeah, I knew you played it. Because SSX was a launch for PlayStation 2, which is 99. I definitely played Tricky and Tony Hawk 4, but I wasn't sure if Hawk 4 was 02 or not. I tried to play to your guys' histories of games. Maybe you could put a little more buffer between the games and the years. Maybe this is the challenge here. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Maybe anything anything more would have been too easy. Maybe. I'll ask you this. What year do you think? This isn't part of the Tastemaker. Actually, you know what? That's the tiebreaker. <laughs> All right, just if, if, if necessary. <laughs> right. What's so that? One nothing, nothing right now. Two nothing. One nothing. Two nothing? Oh, no. One nothing. Right. Because yeah. Yes. I have. One I have I'm keeping. You got blood rain. He's Thank got you it. for that. Showed us nothing. Uh, all right. Now it's racing games. I didn't come up with a cool title in the time that I had. Rebel Burnout. Engines. Burnout. Oh. Thank you. Um, Wipeout Fusion, or Cruising Velocity. Which is part of the popular arcade. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. I love Cru- David. David knows my love for Cruising in the USA. <laughs> Cruising Velocity. Yeah, yeah, I didn't play yeah. any of these games, so this feels All like right. a shot in the dark. Burnout, Wipeout Fusion, or Cruising Velocity. Remember, it's, it's uh, Burnout. You know, I'm going to go Burnout. Like... I'm okay. going to go Cruising. I'm gonna go cruising. Cruising. Neither of you got it correct. Is wipeout, wipeout fusion? fusion. Oh, yeah. Okay. Wipeout was that long ago? Why do I, I feel like agree. that was like a PlayStation? No, well, fusion. Fusion. Wipeout fusion. fusion. Wipeout fusion. fusion. Remember fusion frenzy? I was gonna no. go with wipeout fusion, or I was. T- it was a toss up. I, I'm like, I don't think it's, it's burnout. Show poorly. Yeah, burnout's like a classic. If this game was get the get, pick the one that didn't come out that year, I'm doing really well. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Just so. Right. Well, you can still tie. This is it. Two more. There's two more. Oh, two more. Still win. Spider-Man the movie. Spider-Man the Spyro movie. Season of Ice or Max Payne. Which of these three came out in 2002? It's not some sort of 
It's, they're they're calling the cops on you, Dan. But yeah, they don't like yeah. this tastemaker. It's an illegal tastemaker. <laughs> Spider-Man the movie. movie. Spyro Season of Ice or Max Payne. Which one of these came out in 2002? Max Payne. And not 2001. Oh, it's Spider-Man. I'm going to go with Spyro. Mark has tied it up. Ooh. It is a that wonderful I, moment. I played a lot um, of that Spider-Man game. I did not remember it was exactly here, but it felt pretty close to that <laughs> Okay. You ready? All right. Last one. Potential tiebreaker. Mm -hmm. Sonic Adventure 2, Sonic Shuffle, or Sonic Advance? I've literally literally never played a Sonic game. That's why I'm I'm happy. We should do Sonic Mania. (laughs) (laughs) Although people say Sonic Mania is pretty good. Sonic Mania is amazing. I like it. So say that again. Sonic Sonic Adventure 2, Mm -hmm. Sonic Shuffle. Or Sonic Advance. Which one of these games came out? Literally, never even heard of these games. So this is a one out of three chance. This is like you. There's a car. There's like three. There's three doors, and there's a car behind one of them, and you can pick one. <laughs> I just didn't think you didn't play Sonic. I, <laughs> I, I, I never crossed uh, my mind. You guys Sonic pick Advance. Sonic for it? I'm not like I'm not playing it. Dave's Sonic, got a Genesis. So we want the O2 one. You the want O2 the O2 one. one. Okay. Always the later one. I will okay. be definitely picking something different from Dave. I'm gonna say Sonic Adventure two. Sonic Adventure 2. Mm-hmm. Was it Shuffle and what was that third one? Advance. Advance. I would like to advance my answer to advance. My my brain is blown. Mark 1. Mark 1. Yay! Mark <laughs> the, the son, no, and Now I need to play ham, a Sonic game. These, these were like all shots in the dark. Yeah, <laughs> I, I had no idea. I had a feeling I was the only Genesis. Dave, you, you had you a Genesis. Are. My no, brother had a Genesis. Oh, your brother. We used I, to play that I, Olympics I, game. And not Sonic. <laughs> well, nah, you, know you would go down the big It doesn't jump. matter. I chose... that they had a Genesis because this is O2. No one's playing a Genesis in O2. Why? Well, these are also This would be Sa- yeah, Saturn Dreamcast. Um, yeah. Bonus bonus for fun. Okay. True or false? Did Metal Gear Solid 2 and Zone of the Enders come out in the same year? No, because wasn't Metal Gear Solid 2 demo was in Zone of the yeah. Enders. Correct. Was that within false. the same year? True, they came out in the same year. Wow, what a good year. Also blew my mind, unless it's the Wikipedia entry for the demo, but I remember I bought a PS2. It wasn't, it, they were months apart. Because Yeah, but they were close. Cause cause we played them together while I lived at your house. I must, I, I'm wondering, you know, what did I, I play your more house of? When I this one of the Enders demo. I mean, uh, we, I remember playing Zone of the Enders. But I, I also wonder if I've actually played the Metal Gear Solid 2 demo as many hours as I've played Metal Gear Solid 2. It's possible it's close. Oh, right. It was the reverse because Zone of the Enders came with the demo of Metal Gear Solid 2. Yeah. yeah that's what we said. Came yeah, out earlier in the year. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Man, that Whatever happened to Sony Enders? Uh, they had a sequel. They had a sequel. I remember the sequel right? wasn't good, but like the, the first one was really good. The first one first was pretty one, good. I wonder if that's one of those games where if you go back and play now, it's like dog. I imagine it's not good. I have it on the PS4. I have it downloaded, too. I imagine it's not great. Is it a PS2 oh. classic? Or Actually, you know what? No, hold on. It's Kojima. It's right here. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Bam. I just, I just have it. Oh, Why don't where's my I demo have disc? Game. That's interesting. Oh, no. Uh, it's not in there? No. <laughs> That's demo, a problem. Your demo's Bam not in there? He's no, just... my, my Metal Gear Solid 2 demo is well, gone. Well, I guess you ain't reselling that one for buco oh. dollars. Oh, sorry, this Dad. is a great tragedy. I'm so sorry. Where is it? Is it in well, the PS2? 
No. Why would it be in your... Yeah, that was the last thing he played. <laughs> Metal Gear Solid 2 demo. He's like, take that, Olga. Oh, my gosh. Uh, but what we don't say is, hey, we say, take that, listener, for listening to the Dinosaur Machines Game Club podcast. Thanks for listening. Congratulations, Mark. Oh, thank you. You got the I first point. Woohoo! Now, what's going to happen is I'm going to win next week, too, and then I'm not going to win ever again. That's how <laughs> the tri- I start off hot, and then I phase. Um, but we have five games left on the docket for the season. We have um, Stories Untold. Mm-hmm. We have Olaha? Oliha? Olia. Olia. I made Olia? a video. It says Dead. it. Uh, I'm going to have to watch it again. Clearly. I comment subscribe. Um, we Among have us? Among Us. We have Pathless. Downwell and Pathless left. The machine has been run. Day of Grimma. Oh, it's Among Us. Hey! hey! All right. We're a little late to this boat, but we're on the boat. And we're gonna get. We're gonna keep riding this boat until we see what's on. What's the boat about? I will tell you about the boat and all the boat things. But that's next time. I gotta say the, that was the strongest grouping of words that you've ever turned it was into. it was uh it was a metaphor use the word boat so much when among us yep. is on a ship <laughs> it's like a space boat it's like a space jar boat. but it also could be it's, a bottle that's the name of my new space canoe. That's the name of my my next album space boat, space boat. <laughs> that's pretty sick <laughs> Well, keep an eye on the Twitters for any updates about Spaceboat, specifically a restate, or uh, possibly all the other places you can find this podcast. Let us know if we're wrong about whether or not what constitutes a bottle or a jar. If you were really oh, into man. that portion of the podcast, please let us know, because we need opinions on it. What a mess. Um, reach out to us. Leave some nice reviews. Subscribe if you enjoy us. Um, reach us on Twitter at Dino underscore Machines. I'm at Magrocrag. I'm at Zombie underscore Pirate. I'm at Daniel Mac, and if you got this far, you might want to join our Discord. Oh yeah! So tweet at us and say, "Hey, you got that Discord link?" And maybe I'll DM it to you. We're all we're all chatting. We Super this is how it's like. Fun. Hey, anybody want to play this game online? You could play with the dinosaur machines. You could see how bad we are at video games. It's pretty. You fun. see how I say every morning is the day of the week. Sometimes <laughs> I say it's Tuesday. Sometimes I say it's potato. Ah, uh, good old potato. All right, potato. Good night. All right. Good night. Bye.